Nikki Bush, welcome to the show. It's good to chat to you this morning. Good morning, Jonathan, and to all our listeners. Right, so parenting and recharging your parenting this spring. Now, parenting, I must confess, I'm not a parent yet, practicing and practicing very hard. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's one of the hardest jobs to, to, to be a parent. You know, you've got to take this little thing that comes into life, you've got to mold it, you've got to shape it, you've got to look after it, protect it, and then eventually you've got to let it go into this world and find its own, its own footsteps, right? Now, life can get in the way and Things can be difficult and often you could end up taking your frustrations and, you know, your, your annoyances from the office uh, or a colleague or just sitting in traffic and you get home and you take it out on the little ones at home. How do we go about recharging our parenting this spring? Great question, Jonathan. And being a good parent really actually has much to do with our children, but rather our energy levels and the choices we make. And they're often interlinked. So to summarize, we make better parenting choices when we're energized and worse choices when we are tired and stressed. So this alone should be good enough to take better care of ourselves. So whether you work or not, here are some personal battery boosting ideas that you can implement when you're on the run. And the first thing is that you need to learn how to power nap wherever you are. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I often say to parents, and I was actually counseling and coaching somebody this past week who's about to become a parent in November, and he's uh, very high up in the tech world, which has great demands on it, you know, at work. And then he's going to come home to his wife and baby who are going to be equally as demanding. So you actually need to learn how to power nap. So if you have kids who are at school, when you, if you arrive at school or to an extramural activity, try and get there if you can 15 to 20 minutes early and take a power nap in your car. Mm. Something that I learned how to do very, very well. So, you know, you shut, shut down, switch off your phone and be alone for a few minutes. You know, being alone as a parent is quite a rare thing. Yeah, I can imagine. So, you know, a lot of parents with young children complain about the fact that they can't even go to the loo without a child following them, which is true. Mm, mm. So in the car, when you're at school, whether it's preschool, primary school, high school, go and find yourself a quiet place to park, arrive a little bit early, and just learn how to power nap for 10 to 15 minutes. It is a fantastic tool to boost your energy so that when your kids appear at the window or the door of the car, you actually have more energy to greet them with and to love them with and to be with them. Right. So if you are listening to this conversation and you're a parent and you listen to what Nikki has just said about finding that alone time to try to recharge your energy levels as a parent, how do you do it? How do you recharge your energy levels and how do you find that alone time? Where do you find that alone time? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, send us a voice note on 072-702-1702 or you want to give us a call on 011-883-0702 and you know, if you've got any questions, let's put them through to, to Nikki, our expert. We've only got it until about half past eight so uh, please get those in early so we can address some of those nice and early. Now, 
um, Nikki, in terms of the, the energy levels, right? Napping is one. What's the other kind of way that parents can increase their energy levels? Well, we need to get moving. We need to be active, physically active. And many parents do not have time to get to the gym. And I have to be honest, I only got to the gym about 15 years into parenting, once my kids were way into <laughs> high school. And I often say this to parents in talks, and they just burst out laughing because when do you exercise? Well, if you are going to watch your child play a very long game of cricket um, at school or something mm-hmm. like that or a tennis match, once again, try and arrive 15 to 20 minutes early um, and go and walk around that field. Or if they're playing that ro- long game of cricket, grab another parent, make sure you've brought your tackies along and walk and talk while you watch for 15 or 20 minutes. That's a good and tip. It, yeah, it's a really good tip, yeah. I promise you, because sometimes when you're watching a, a nine-year-old play three hours of cricket, you know, it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> Especially if they're fielding at, uh, you know, uh, the boundary and not not doing much, right? They're just standing on the field. Exactly. Or just before collection at lunchtime while you're waiting for your child. Team up with another parent, socialize at the same time, go for a walk around the school grounds. Exercise releases endorphins, the happiness and relaxation hormones. So in addition to making you feel better physically, Exercise actually helps you energetically and emotionally to balance yourself out. And this point about walking and talking with another parent is really important. And this links to a third point, which is make yourself supportable by connecting with other people. So being able to talk, you're all going through the same stuff. Mm. You're all in the sleepless nights club. You're worried about homework. You're worried about your child who's nervous about tests and exams. It helps so much to realize that you're not alone in this boat, that there are lots of other people going through the same stuff with you. So when you're attending a school function or watching a sports match, don't sit on your cell phone or try and pretend you're on your computer doing work. Rather network Mm -hmm. and socialize in the real world because you never know when you're going to need to call on your support network when you can't get to school on time, when you have a family emergency and maybe your mum has fallen and broken her hip and you don't know when you're going to get to school to collect your child. Can you phone somebody you know who is a parent at school and say, can you take my child home and can my child stay with you until I don't know when I get to you? Mm -hmm. That is something I challenge parents with all the time at the moment. Do you know at least three people at your child's school or parents of your children's friends, do you know them well enough and trust them enough to be able to take care of your child in an emergency situation and most parents today shake their heads in despair because they have not spent time building a support network and this really helps you relax more saving you energy on worry if you know you have that network behind you 
That's so true. And I suppose when the little ones get invited to those birthday parties, it's so important for the parents to make an effort to go to those parties if they get an invite as the parent, because that's kind of where you also meet the, the other parents in the classes and form and, and, and yeah. start those and cultivate those relationships. Truly important, Jonathan. And you know how many parents actually drop their children off and then go mm, shopping? I know. And they expect the parent of the birthday child to babysit. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not 20 fair. little gremlins running around. Yeah. Not an easy job, yeah. A, not fair on the parent who is, is uh, running the party, hosting mm. the party. Secondly, you're missing a golden opportunity mm. to meet people, to network, to build trust, to build relationships, and probably even friendships for yourself, you know. It's really important. We underestimate it. And just because you have a support network on social media does not mean you have a support network in the real world. Right. And it's now 24 past eight. Uh, you're listening to Nikki Bush and Kabazela. That's myself talk to, uh, talking about recharging your parenting this spring. Now, Nikki, what about um, parents as a collective? So mom and dad doing something together to recharge? Or do you recommend that it's best that dad finds his way and mom finds his way? Or can they do it together? It's a bit of both. So your children need adventures and dates with each of you individually. But of course, you're a family unit. And kids absolutely love it when you're all together. So go for a walk together. Um, it's spring, it's beautiful out there. Find mm. a park, walk through your suburb, go cycling together, get scooters. Um, whatever it is, movement shifts emotion. Motion shifts emotion. Children, especially boys, are far more likely to talk when they're being active. Far less likely to talk when you sit across the kitchen counter and say, so what happened at school today? Or how are you feeling? They're far more likely to talk when they are moving, mm. when they're not necessarily making eye contact with you. Right. Go for a drive on the other side of town to a suburb you don't know. Um, all of these things are mini adventures. And we do need to create adventures with our kids because we don't have a lot of time with them today. Mm, mm. You know, what she's saying there is so important. So. Um, there's this lady that I know uh, where I live. She's got two kids and she's just recently given birth to a little baby. So I ran into her at a coffee shop uh, in Lone Hill where I was entering the center and I saw her with her boy, just her and her boy. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the boy and the boy had red eyes and it looked like he had been crying. So I said to her, oh, hello, what, what, what are you guys doing here? What's the story? And she said, ah, little guy had been crying. He's been teary. He's been feeling a little bit neglected. So we're having a little mommy and uh, son date. Mm. Um, and that's why she and him just went to the coffee shop and they were having the day together. And she, you know, was lucky enough to leave the, the newborn baby at home with, uh, with the au pair um, just to get away and to give that attention to the little boy. So I thought that was quite cute. It is, and it's very important that each child feels seen and heard. So there are three questions that really underpin all our relationships with adults and with our children. And those three questions are very simple, but also very complicated. Do you see me? Do you hear me? Am I important to you? Mm. Mm. And 
every child is asking these three questions without knowing it, non-verbally, subconsciously, every day of their life to each of their parents. And as a parent, your role is to be able to answer those in actions or words so that your child really understands how important they are to you. And the more children you have, of course, the more tricky it becomes. Of course, of course. Lovely information coming through, Nikki. Just loving it. And so are our listeners. So let's take a listen to some of the reactions to what we've been saying. Nikki and Jonathan, those early mornings used to save me. And of course, we didn't have cell phones when my kids were little. But the really early waking up before the children were awake saved my bacon when it came to dealing with uh, the children. Lots of love from Karen and Glenn Ken. Good morning, 702. Um, this is Huli Um So, with myself, uh, what I do is that um, at night, when kids are sleeping, and um, in the morning, when I get to work, and again, after work, before going home, I actually, I, I knock off at uh five but i leave work past six at uh, past six because of i need that my i need my me time and for me to think i i i have that a lot it's, it's a routine every day that's what i do at night in the morning before getting to work and also before going uh home so that's how i do thank you mm. No, thank you. Mm. Thank you for joining us. Some of the stuff uh, on the open line here uh, with the WhatsApps, uh, Nikki. Lovely messages of gathering with fellow parents at the party, including dads, if at home on the weekend to celebrate birthdays in the in the good days. Uh, that's from Karen Marie. And then Andrew has quite an interesting one. He says, hey, Cabazella. Sorry, but I just cannot trust other people with my children. There are too many stories of people who were well-known and abused children. Oh, dear. How do we protect our daughters in this world? I don't know. Um, sorry to be negative, but I'm finding it difficult to trust others with my kids. Yeah, you raises a very important point. One of the reasons why you need to show up and be around so that you can use your sixth sense um, to look after your children and protect your children. Your children also need to see you socialize because that's how they absorb social skills. That's how they acquire social skills. And I just love the uh, two, first two callers talking about claiming me time, mm. either early in the mornings um, or on their way back from work or before they, they leave work to claim some time for them. And to wrap up the conversation, I really just want to say that all your time is me time. Your time with your children and your time at work, your time without your children, it is all your time. So claim everything as your time as an expression of who you are. It actually shifts your mindset a lot so that you don't split and divide yourself into lots of different pieces. But Capazella, there's lots more information at NikkiBush.com or on Facebook at Parenting Matters.
Lovely, Nikki. It's an absolute pleasure to chat to you and thank you for all the wonderful advice. That's Nikki Bush, parenting expert. And uh, yeah, check out her website. She's got uh, pills of wisdom all over that site for you as parents for newborns, middle age, uh, well, young young kids and teenagers and uh, on and on it goes. So yeah, um, difficult one being a parent. I take my hat off to you and make sure that you make practice alone time. It's so important because I think often as parents, your your time just goes and it's just into you know looking after this little bundle of joy all the time 24 7 so practice me time very very important